Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today and a happy new year to you. Happy 2027. See what I did there? I just made you think you time traveled and that's basically what 2024 is going to be about. This is going to be a dynamic, fast moving year. We're going to be talking about the summer solstice and Halloween and Thanksgiving in no time. This is the energy we're living in now where things are speeding up. They are moving faster. It is not just an illusion. And as we move through this first month of 2024, we're going to be going through some big upgrades, some big leveling ups, some powerful activations. And I'm really excited to share more about those dynamics in today's podcast. Now, before we jump into the astrology of January, I do want to share with you that, wow, we had a major X-class solar flare on December 31st to close out the last day of the Gregorian calendar. This X-class solar flare was an X-5. That's the biggest that's the biggest solar flare that has occurred since September 2017. We did talk about a previous big X-ray solar flare in December. This one's even bigger. This simply confirms that the sun is very active during this solar cycle 25. And it's part of what we're going to be experiencing on a more regular basis. Now, this was an X5 solar flare that was actually on the sun's eastern side, which means it wasn't fully earth facing. And because the sun is a sphere, these solar flares and this very dynamic energy can happen at any point around the sun's surface. So this particular one wasn't pointed right at earth but it's still going to impact our atmosphere and be arriving into Earth's energy field on January 2nd. So we closed out 2023 with this big solar flare. It also caused what's called a solar tsunami. And I wanted to make an interesting correlation for you about the fact that we've had these two major X-class solar flares occurring. The last one that happened on December 14th was an X 2.8 solar flare. And then four days later, less than four days later, there was the earthquake in Iceland. This particular X-class solar flare that we just had on December 31st also happened to coincide with the 7.5 earthquake in Japan, followed by a tsunami warning. So I'm simply observing this trend that we're having very big solar activity and very big earth activity. Also interesting that the earthquake in Japan has brought tsunami warnings, just as this X-class solar flare has solar tsunami energies with it. So on the sun, the solar tsunami is like waves of energy that pulse out from wherever that strong activity was. So clearly, both the sun and earth are moving, shaking, and quaking. It would be an interesting trend to keep observing. Correlation does not equal causation, but we are in a very dynamic 
energy environment right now, especially with this powerful solar cycle 25 continuing to pick up pace. Now, one thing that does transpire after these big solar flares is that we see those really beautiful clouds show up that appear to look like rainbow clouds. They are called polar stratospheric clouds, and it's because of the energies coming into Earth's atmosphere through the North Pole and or South Pole, and they create these really beautiful cloud waves that show up in all those various beautiful colors, the pinks, the yellows, the orange, the green, the blues. So we will see more of those. You might especially witness them if you live in the northern hemisphere near the Arctic Circle, and we get more of those after these big solar flares erupt from the sun. So we are literally starting the new year with fresh solar power, fresh incoming light codes and neutrinos. That's important to note when we have these big solar flare bursts, new neutrinos are coming in to our energy fields, into our awareness. It's fresh insight, fresh light, fresh activations, and you could truly feel that. And as I've mentioned before, many times with this phenomenon, you could also feel overwhelmed. You could feel exhausted. You could have a really hard time sleeping. This is going to continue. This is part of what we are adapting to, part of what we are working with, with these very powerful energies that we're feeling even more. Also, we're feeling them more personally because of the energy clearing we've done. It's almost like the more karmic clearing you've done, the more energy healing, the more you've worked with your emotional body. It's almost like the more dark nights of the soul you have. Congratulations, you win greater sensitivity to all these incoming energies from the cosmos. So know that that's also part of how you're in a new communication with these energies and that it will be necessary to honor what you need to take care of yourself as well as to trust when you get those bursts of energy when you're feeling really motivated really alive when you're feeling like you can do anything there's also the energy here that is pushing us into new terrain pushing us in to new experiences that we're ready for because of everything you've cleared away, you've worked through, you've completed, you've ended. All of that is now creating a void for these new light codes, these new neutrinos to come in and for you to absorb them, digest them, sit with them, and be very intentional. Be very intentional about what you want to do with this energy and how you want to make the most of it. It is a process of alchemy. It is alchemizing these energies and understanding that they are so potent and they are literally fresh and new. You know, the sun just gave birth to them and now here they are within us within about 48 to 72 hours, depending on the force of the solar flare. And these energies can play out for a while because of the ongoing waves of energy that follow. Also, I wanted to make sure and call out that because of this recent X flare, there was a deep shortwave radio blackout over the Pacific Ocean. So anyone who was relying upon shortwave radio would have had that removed. Those radio operators would have lost signal. 
and it was part of this incoming energy. So this is important to understand that with the power of the sun and these solar flares, it reminds us that we are mere minions, that everything we rely on with our phones, with our wireless connections, with the internet and all the things we have established that basically compose our modern life can be wiped out can be offline, can be taken out. So that is something we need to stay aware of and understand also how vulnerable these connections really can be. And for us, it's just inconvenience, right? It's like, why isn't this loading on my phone? Why is it taking forever for this movie to play on my screen? But all of that can and will be impacted as the sun continues to come alive and really remains more active during this particular solar cycle. So welcome to 2024. It is not boring at all and the energies are going to increase and continue with January being a very big month. Now on January 1st, Mercury is going to station direct and this will occur at 22 degrees of Sagittarius and Mercury actually stations direct January 1st at 10.07 p.m. So that could be January 2nd for you, depending on your location. That's 10.07 p.m. Eastern time. And this is always an opportunity to just stand still, to assess, to look at what do I want to move forward? What have I realized over the past few weeks as Mercury has been retrograde? What has come to mind that I no longer need, no longer want? Where am I ready to let some things go? And that can really be the case here as this Mercury is squaring Neptune and that's the removal, that's a confusion that also could be looking at what is overwhelming me, what is too much, where am I confused and I don't know what to do next? I don't know if I want to put energy into that yet. I'm not sure that's a priority at this time. So you could be making some clearer choices here around things that you do want to focus on as January gets started. And then some other things you could just leave for later in the month. And I feel that that would be a good strategy where if there's things that you do want to do, you know they're important to you, you do want to communicate it, express it, say it, whatever it might be with Mercury, the messenger energies, that's actually gonna be stronger in the middle of the month. So truthfully, you could start January thinking, I just don't know what to do with this. I'm not sure about this, I don't know the plan, but I will, I will know later on in January. Now on January 4th, we're going to have Mars enter Capricorn. And this is a very robust, productive Mars. This is a Mars who's ready to take charge, move things forward. He's ready to go because he has prepared. So that's something I do want to focus on here as it is Capricorn season. The sun is in Capricorn. Mars enters Capricorn January 4th. And Capricorn is understanding what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. If you want to hike Mount Everest, you don't just show up with your new hiking boots and a banana. No, you got to prepare. And it isn't simply preparing supplies. You prepare your body. You train. You strengthen your heart. You strengthen your muscles. You understand the kind of protein you need. You understand the weight of your pack. You understand what supplies you're going to need now, what supplies you're going to need later. 
you're planning for the long haul. And so this helps in understanding that as Mars enters Capricorn, where do you want to go the distance? Where do you want to really prepare so that you're qualified? And that's always a Capricorn word. Are you qualified? Are you credible? Where do you have expertise in this? This is not amateur hour. This is not anyone just shows up to do anything. Many Capricorns could feel like they were born qualified. They could feel like they were born as the adult who had to take on a lot, who had to carry everyone's pack up the mountain and back. So this is where we really look at what do I need to do to get to where I want to go? And this Mars enters into Capricorn and says, I know what to do. Now, Mars is typically where we also want to take a risk. We want to move things forward. In Capricorn, it's calculated risks. It's a risk based on assessment. It's a risk based on the data and what has happened previously. What is the precedent here? How has this played out? How has this worked well? And all of this is going to continue to gather energy throughout January, where we're going to have the Capricorn new moon on January 11th, which I'll talk about in a moment. Plus, starting January 23rd, we're going to have all the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars in Capricorn until February 5th. So long-term planning is supported here in the month of January but it needs to be realistic. Capricorn is not gonna suffer any fools and is not gonna take you seriously if you're not taking yourself seriously. So this is about being in your self-respect, self-respect, personal integrity, understanding what you want to move forward because it's part of who you are and you do have the necessary tools in your pack to do so. Experience counts. Mentors count. Having people who can guide you, who know what's important, who know what you need to be aware of. And depending on your chart, of course, not only depending on Capricorn in your chart, but depending on your natal Saturn and your 10th house, this is the energy that comes alive. Your natal Saturn is more important here as we move into Capricorn energies, because it's how you stay the course. You stick with it. You understand what needs to be done and you keep showing up. So even if you don't have planets in Capricorn, look at your natal Saturn and how is your Saturn taking responsibility for what you need to get done, being aware of the long-term responsibilities that need to be in play. Capricorn is also connected to the later years of our lives. So it can be when you decide to retire, when you decide to start the next chapter of your life, perhaps when you've gone through retirement or empty nest, or you're like, what do I want to do for me? Capricorn is also the energy that you've saved for retirement. Retirement planning, long-term financial planning. And that can be something that comes up during this time where you're looking at, okay, where is my 401k at? What am I storing away for my later years? What am I doing now to be responsible for tomorrow? And that can be harder at times because we live in a world that focuses on immediate gratification. Add to cart and I'm happy. Buy it now and it's good. Go on the trip now because I don't know what's going to transpire later. And that's part of how we maybe prioritize this moment today over what will happen in a decade 
or three decades from now. But Capricorn wants you to take on that understanding and that perspective. And that's also why Capricorn is more conservative and will clutch on to the coins and will say, why are you spending all that money on every single Instagram ad that shows up in front of your eyeballs? Capricorn puts things into two categories, nonsense, not nonsense. And so this is for you to look at in yourself, in your spending, in your values, in your priorities. Is this nonsense or is this not nonsense? Is this something that really is going to serve me and be worth the investment? And how am I honoring that as part of my self-care, as part of taking care of my life, my energy, my body, and my own longevity, my longevity on this planet that is above just the immediate gratification of buying these cute new high heels because they're on clearance versus establishing new habits that are based on what I do want to experience and enjoy later on. So again, this will be an increasing theme as we move through January and we are going to have the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. I have a video for you on YouTube going through the dynamics of that chart. It's a beautiful chart. This Capricorn new moon is occurring at 21 degrees of Capricorn and every planet is in an aspect to another planet. So there's a lot of communication going on. This can show up as synchronicity. This can show up as things connecting. This can be an energy that feels like it's in flow and there's movement and there's a lot that's picking up speed and moving ahead. January 11th, new moon in Capricorn is a beautiful day to set your New Year's intentions. Now, I know we're used to it happening with the Gregorian calendar, but truthfully, January 1st is not the best energy for new intentions. Rather, January 11th is because it's the first new moon of the year. Plus, we also have coming up powerful energies with Pluto and the sun, January 20th and January 21st, which also coincides the human design new year on January 22nd. So you might feel that there are these rolling energies of new beginnings, new starts, new intentions throughout the month of January. Then in February, we have the Chinese New Year, which will occur on February 10th in 2024. So many ways to work with these intentions, to trust what is supporting you, what's syncing up for you, and where you're feeling that energy continue to move you forward. Now on January 13th, Mercury is going to re-enter Capricorn. If you'll recall, Mercury stationed retrograde at eight degrees of Capricorn back on December 13th and will re-enter Capricorn here on January 13th and will finally clear his retrograde shadow on January 21st. So again, we have multiple energies here suggesting that the strongest day for new year beginnings and intentions will be around January 21st and January 22nd. So this leads me to the biggest energy of the month, which is Pluto re-entering Aquarius. But before that happens, we're going to see Pluto and the sun conjunct at 29 degrees, 59 minutes of Capricorn, the very last 
breath of Capricorn energy, the very last degree at the very last minute, this exact conjunction happens on January 20th at 8.46 a.m. That's Eastern time. 8.46 a.m., the sun conjunct Pluto at 29 degrees, 59 minutes of Capricorn. Then the sun enters Aquarius at 9.07 a.m. So literally 20 minutes after their conjunction, the sun moves into Aquarius. Then Pluto enters Aquarius at 7.50 p.m. Eastern time, January 20th, less than 12 hours after that exact conjunction with the sun. So you can see that they are moving together here into Aquarius after that exact conjunction at the final breath of Capricorn energy. This is going to be a powerful weekend. And it isn't just one day, by the way, like these are big energies that we're already in. But there is some type of peak energy here. There is something that's reaching a crescendo because the sun is conjunct Pluto and the sun is illumination and light. The sun is going to reveal. The sun shows us what is meant to be seen. And we can actually relate this here to what we talked about earlier with the active solar flares. The sun is very alive. The sun is bursting with energy that is impacting us. And here it is, conjunct Pluto. They both move into Aquarius within 12 hours. And there's something that is deeply shifting and changing on our planet. And there could be a sense of we're not going back to what was. And you could already be feeling that. You could already be sensing that. But this is where the energies start to accelerate and begin to explode with these quantum potentials that can be very overwhelming. It can be a lot. It can be too much to even conceptualize and understand. And one of the strengths of Aquarius is that we're able to take all these multiple pieces and systems and parts and put them together in some capacity that works, something that makes sense, but it might not make sense at first. Now, I did a separate episode for you discussing this conjunction between the sun and Pluto and both of them moving into Aquarius. That episode is called Breaking into a Million Pieces. Please be sure to check that out as it's even more detailed information about this energy. But suffice to say, January has very big changes and we're going to continue to see that in the real world, in the 3D matrix. We're going to continue to see these energies pick up. And one of the things that I feel is quite prominent is that as Pluto moves into Aquarius, now the co-ruler with Pluto, now the energy that comes more alive is Uranus. And that's because Uranus is the modern day ruler of Aquarius. And here we've been having this Uranus and Taurus energy shaking things up right? Destabilizing, making things more chaotic and more disruptive. Now, it's also interesting that this Uranus in Taurus was also active during World War II. It was also the energies that were alive as the world was destabilized, especially through finances, resources, agriculture, our food supply. All of that has been very prominent here with Uranus and Taurus. Pluto entering Aquarius makes that energy bigger, 
more powerful. So this is when the economic markets, the financial markets are going to be more volatile. This is where the ups and the downs and the swings become more pronounced, more exaggerated. This is where what's been happening behind the scenes is gonna come out and it's gonna be seen. It's going to come to the forefront. And so things that have been denied or falsely stabilized, things that have been a front, it's just been propaganda, it's just been propped up in a way that isn't really concrete is also going to be dismantled. We are in for some more waves and changes and shocks. And this is what the astrology suggests, especially with both Pluto and the sun in Aquarius answering to that Uranus in Taurus, which will station direct less than a week after the sun and Pluto enter Aquarius. So Uranus stations direct at 19 degrees and five minutes of Taurus on January 26th or January 27th, depending on your time zone. On January 27th, it occurs at 2.35 a.m., that's Eastern time. And so here we have this Uranus coming alive. And this makes the second half of January unstable, dynamic, big, Lots of movement, lots of changes and outbursts. You're going to see it in the collective. You're going to be experiencing big declarations, uh, people quitting, a sense of I'm over it, I'm done, I don't want this anymore in my life. It's almost like whatever's been dormant comes alive. This can certainly be the case for more volcanic activity, more earthquakes, more earth changes. And that is something that, again, we are just going to be continuing to deal with because Gaia is alive. Gaia is a consciousness. The energy of the earth is always pulsing with life and we can take it for granted. We can just assume it's going to stay a certain way and always be stable. But the earth is evolving too and we're going to feel those rumblings and those shifts and we're also going to feel how they transpire through the waves in the collective. So what we have here is a very dynamic second half of January where it's going to be important to have ways to ground yourself, to calm yourself, to be aware of how your nervous system gets activated and what you do with that, how you're able to still be in your power and be in control of your energy, how you're able to understand that there is chaos that occurs with change. And that's part of anything that is moving very dynamically on the planet. Because what I'm also seeing with this is how parts of our energy systems are also coming alive in whole new ways. I'm hearing they're coming online and I'm seeing it specifically as our pineal glands and pituitary glands starting to sync up more with each other and more with these new incoming neutrinos and energies. So it's like we are evolving into a newer version of the human species, but it's disruptive. It's chaotic. It's not this smooth, graceful, lounging in a hammock experience. It's almost like you could feel some big awakenings here. And that's what I'm seeing. So they're showing me that the nervous system and in fact, more parts of our energy body are starting to sync up. I'm seeing a strong correlation here between the seven chakras that are expanding and therefore activating even more chakras 
And I'm seeing them now directly connecting almost like these clear lines of communication with more of our physical body, with more of our specific energy systems. So for example, I'm seeing that third eye now really being expanded. And then that directly impacts the pineal gland and the pituitary gland, and then it works its way down the body while also being connected to the chakras. So there's this new symbiotic relationship of energies that we're syncing up with. And it also feels like we're going to have more areas of instant knowing, instant understanding. The clairs are expanding, your clairvoyance, your claircognizance, your clairsentience. Uh, you could feel that you came in with certain clairs stronger than others. You could feel like those are overwhelming you. And it could be too that your ears are ringing. I'm seeing that as a vibrational pulsing of energies awakening. I'm seeing parts of the physical body like pulsing with this new life force, pulsing with these new vibrational codes and frequencies that are shaking off constraints, that are shaking off anything that it was encapsulated into. And so this is giving rise to very big awakenings. And it could be something that you're learning to handle and to work with. It could be quite shocking to your system, to your energy. It could be disruptive to your sleep patterns. But you could simply be feeling that there are parts of your life experience that no longer resonate. There could be things coming up this month where you're just not connecting. It's not part of your alignment. It doesn't have interest. And it seems that it comes out of the blue. This can certainly be through people. This can be through the Aquarian themes of friendships and groups, those you feel a tribal connection with that maybe you no longer resonate with. This could show up as people in the workplace, people that you interact with, and you're just feeling these deep shifts that actually want you to honor your own process. I'm also feeling an interesting retraction, like you need to step back from some things that are no longer in residence. They're no longer a part of what is connecting to you. I'm seeing these as retractions similar to like a leash that you'd have a dog on and it just retracts back. It looks like that. You could feel that in your own energy, in your own chakras. You could feel like you are retracting your energy back because there's so much going on within you. It's almost like feeling like you're having these volcanic breakthroughs or earthquake disruptions or your own personal tsunami within yourself. And that's a lot to handle. That can be a lot to be feeling, in which case it would be important to do anything that supports the flow and the grounding, whether that is exercise or yoga, any deep breathing, anything that also slows down the energy. So that could be something simple like Tai Chi or breath work very deep stretching of the muscles, sort of like you have to balance all the big energy movements with something slow, intentional, and grounding. And that also helps you feel in control of what you're experiencing. So we're going to have a lot of people being activated this month, a lot of awakenings, a lot of things that will fall away 
that no longer will connect big changes. There could be things that you've put on the back burner and all of a sudden you're like, I have to do this. I want this. I'm going for it. And that is also part of how this Aquarius energy is strengthening. Those Aquarius visions are coming alive and I'm seeing it as these awakening visions. I'm seeing it directly through the third eye where there could be things you just start seeing, you just start noticing with the third eye, that's going to be big. A lot of people are going to have more premonitions. They're going to have more messages come through around something that will happen next in their life. I'm seeing too more deja vu. I'm also seeing remote viewing and other ways of using the third eye abilities with responsibility, intention, and consciousness. And by the way, you can practice this. You can practice this in simple ways, in little ways. You could practice this when you're watching a television show or a movie or something that you're experiencing and you're getting that nudge around what's gonna happen next or what might transpire here. I feel too like this is part of how the human species is evolving into new experiences of the time-space continuum where we're trusting that we can do this. We're trusting that we're capable of these skills, that it's not just a sci-fi movie trick. It's something that is a part of your regular experience. And what I'm feeling is that this is a very powerful thing that humanity actually is being guided into because it's one of the ways that we are not only collectively ascending, but it's how we are rising above the game, the game on this planet, the ongoing battle between dark and light forces, the ongoing matrix energies that are trying to maintain a fear-controlled paradigm. But as we rise up, basically as you rise up in your intuition, you can't be played. And humanity is being played. And so as you rise up in that understanding, you're starting to see new things. And again, it can be shocking. This is where people have cognitive dissonance, where they don't want to consider what is really transpiring. They don't want to believe it. And keep in mind, it's not your responsibility to convince anyone of anything. It is not your responsibility. And that's because we've already played that game throughout humanity's evolution. Like how many times have we been sold certain belief systems? Are we been told this is what you have to believe? This is what you need to subscribe to in order to be a good person or to not be judged. I mean, we've been through those roles. We've experienced those dynamics. Now we're rising above that where it is not your responsibility to tell anyone anything. You're honoring their choices. You're honoring your own. You're honoring your sovereignty. And it is in that place of empowerment that you're in your highest purpose. So keep in mind that there are so many different timelines right now that those who are in a very 3D based experience are on a different timeline. And it isn't your responsibility to alter that, to intrude, or to think you have to save them. If that's what's coming up for you, then that might be one of your soul assignments from the universe is to look at how much you are animating those age of Pisces themes of I've got to save this person because they're not powerful enough. That would be for you to look at in yourself. Otherwise, another thing to understand is that every being is powerful and creating their own timeline experiences based on their old soul intentions, their belief systems, maybe their karma, 
maybe even what they want to move through in this life that's none of your damn business. And we're not good at that. Like, let's be honest. We're not good at that. We're not good at allowing other people to make their choices. We think, no, let's do a commercial to sell them on a better choice for them. What we're understanding is the power of sovereignty. And that is one of the big battles on the planet at this time. Now, I just want to interject that a number of you have asked about my Galactic Center messages, and I haven't released any intentionally. I have them. I'm always in communication with these guides. It's been really awesome, really amazing. And there's reasons why I haven't released them. I will when it's time. And thank you for reaching out. Many of you have reached out. And again, this is where I'm trusting the guidance on them. So I'll share more of those when it's time. Otherwise, please note that one of the biggest energy battles on the planet is over your sovereignty, is over your energy, is over how you are rising up into the fullness of your own potential without being controlled by fear, without being controlled by artificially created chemicals, without being controlled by artificial anything, without needing to rely upon substances or drugs or alcohol or caffeine to be in your full crystalline potential. It's about becoming the healthier version of ourselves in terms of our energy, our body, our emotional selves, all layers of ourselves. What a grand project we decided to take on. But that is where you are in your power is when you are in your ultimate sovereignty of knowing what being a healthy human is for you. And that's the energy we're moving into here in January. So keep in mind, this is going to increase. This is going to be something that will continue to come up and to come about and to understand what it means for you to live a life that's healthy for you and to make choices that are best for you based on that intention and self-knowingness. Connected to this is the importance of your ongoing intuitive expansion and growth and how you're able to connect with your own cosmic guides, your own off-planet energy systems. We all have that, but we've been told it's crazy, you're bonkers, that's ridiculous, don't believe it. That is another way that you're in your sovereign power as you understand that your energy can directly relate to any of these bigger cosmic frequencies as you ascend up because those cosmic frequencies can only ascend down so much. It's really difficult for them to get to the 3D. Most of them don't. Most of them can't because it's such a dense energy. That's why we have to go up. You have to raise your arms up to them. You have to climb higher up the ladder in order to connect with those energies because when your energy is clearer and lighter, then you can go higher. And this is also why I created my channeling your cosmic connections meditation. It's only 11 bucks and it's a 55 minute meditation that helps you receive those frequencies, helps you connect to those guides and those energies to activate them more. So I'll put that below the podcast. I strongly recommend you make that one of your intentions for this year. You make your ability to connect with more of your off-planet frequencies and messages, something that supports you, something that lifts you up and guides you through these very big energies on the planet. Now, a few more things to note about January. On January 23rd, Venus enters Capricorn. And when she enters Capricorn, that's when we will have 
Mercury, Venus, and Mars all in Capricorn, January 23rd to February 5th. Now, this coincides with what we're ready to move towards, to rebuild, to put energy into that is true for you, that is based on your own deep mastery and authority. So that will be a way to work with the strong Capricorn influence the second half of January into February. Then we're also going to have a very dynamic Leo full moon. This occurs on January 25th. I will have a video for you on YouTube with the chart shortly. And wow, it's a powerhouse of energies because it's occurring at five degrees of Leo which means it's opposing the sun and Pluto in Aquarius and squaring Jupiter in Taurus. So it's a very flamboyant, all or nothing full moon with some beautiful and big declarations as well because the Leo energy wants the spotlight, right? Wants to be seen. There could be something here that you're going to see in yourself, see in yourself in a whole new light, in a whole new way. So we'll keep talking about that more as we get closer to that Leo full moon on January 25th. Now, after Uranus stations direct January 26th, January 27th, all planets are going to be direct. All planets will be direct until April when we have the next Mercury retrograde in Aries. So there's going to be a few months of feeling supercharged, of feeling like things are happening, things are bouncing, things are unfolding. And with the Capricorn influence there, we're going to be able to stay the course, to focus, to prioritize, to maintain energy boundaries, especially as January closes out. So this is a very big month. It's a very big month. And keep in mind that We are also syncing up with the North Node in Aries, the South Node in Libra, that is showing us new places in ourselves that we want to experience. The North Node in Aries is showing you where you want to go. So that also means that all the planets in Capricorn are going to be squaring the North Node and the South Node. And that square is a checking in point. It's checking in on, am I really doing this for me? Am I doing this because I want this? This is important to my potential and my soul growth. This is important to what I have come to understand about who I am at this point in my journey. And as each planet in Capricorn squares that, there is going to be a checking in with, is this direction the one I want to stay on? Am I doing this for some type of recognition or acclaim? or to get the promotion, or the raise, or to add new flair to my suspenders. You'd have to watch the movie Office Space to know what I mean by that. But essentially, the Capricorn energy squaring the nodes means that you're going to feel a change of course, a change of direction. And either you give it a yes or a no, and you understand what is correct for you, what is energetically correct for you, and what is not. So keep in mind, I'm going to be talking about all of this and more in my Wednesday podcast. That's where we go through the weekly energies. So I know this was a lot and that's because January is a lot and it's always the longest month of the year, right? Because it's 31 days, but feels like it's 64 days. 
long. So there is a lot of energy here in January. We will keep talking about it on my Wednesday podcast. I also wanted to let you know I am finishing up my next astrology book that will be coming out later this year. It's almost done and I'm excited to tell you more about it. I've never written an astrology book in this format before. Yes, it's a whole new format. So when it is closer to the finish line, then I'll tell you more about it. But just a heads up that that's coming later in 2024. And I hope it helps you understand more concrete ways to work with your soul growth potential. So I look forward to sharing more about that book with you very soon. Also, for those of you who are continuing on your path as an entrepreneur, maybe as an astrologer, as an energy guide, an intuitive, you're doing something with your energy that's uniquely you. Be sure and save the dates for May 16th to 19th as I will be teaching a business-focused program Boone, North Carolina at the Art of Living Retreat Center. And this is a business development course that coincides with my Shine Your Guiding Light program. So Shine Your Guiding Light is the online program for astrologers, for energy guides, tarot readers. You're working one-on-one with people. This is a program that I have put together with so much content, so much information about understanding your energy in your work. So that's about the client-based experience. That's about what to do in certain situations, in sessions, such as how to move through difficult client energies, how to handle client sessions, how to create your business's foundational energy. And there's a lot there. This in-person experience is going to be business focused, more on the nitty gritty specifics of what you need to understand. And it's going to pull in more about your energy, okay? It's going to be also opening you up to what you need to establish that's uniquely you. And I'm bringing in another partner who's also going to teach and explain some of the important dynamics that we need to be aware of. So I'm just giving you a teaser here. There's nothing to do at this time. There's nothing to sign up for. It's just to save the date that this is coming and that it's going to be really important for your business development and growth through the rest of this decade. So I'll share more soon, but I just wanted to give you the save the dates. And also, we are still welcoming people aboard the Midnight Sun Astrology Cruise that is leaving from Reykjavik, Iceland on June 8th and sailing through three ports of call, then going to two ports of call in Scotland, where we may or may not see the Loch Ness Monster, and then finally ending in Copenhagen, Denmark on June 15th. This is an astrology cruise where I will be teaching seven astrology workshops, and they are designed for different levels of understanding. And we will also be looking at your astrocartography in these parts of the world while we move through this very cool bucket list experience of the midnight sun where the sun never fully sets. So please check out details about that cruise. It's at midnightsuncruise.com. And I'm really looking forward to sharing that adventure with many of you. Okay, this was a big podcast. There was a lot of information here. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for 
your time, energy, and presence. I'm very grateful that we're able to share these astrological energies together, be more intentional, be more conscious, and be more in our power as they continue to roll through. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with a new podcast episode, and you can find all of my current offerings at mollymccord.online, and be sure and check out my YouTube channel with tons of free videos and teachings. Wishing you a beautiful start to the new year, and I'll be back here soon.